Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the 35th episode of the Living a Dream, a Transformational Journey podcast. My name is Joe Kalk. I am a life awareness coach, Reiki master, author, and speaker. Today's episode is Manifesting New Home, Part 3, Does What Works. First, I want to share my 2020 life purpose statement. The purpose of my life is to be loving, joyful, and compassionate, and to share my joy, make a difference, and be of service to others. My revised ultimate goal is the global enlightenment and peace on our earth, our physical reality, through our awakening, awareness, and action in transforming our beliefs into cooperation with each other and the earth. I'm not alone in having this goal of peace on earth, But my approach is a bit different. I am enlightening the world from within. During this podcast series, please be open to the possibility that your life can change and improve in ways unimaginable now. In previous episodes, we discussed the dawning of the new age, the Aquarian age, and the transformed world it brings with it starting this year, 2020. This year's podcast presumes the world as we have known it is gradually fading away, with more of the newly transformed love-based world unfolding before us every day. Living in this transformed world may require some major shifts and changes in our beliefs, attitudes, actions, and reactions. Each podcast will address one such shift or change and how we can all complete our transformation aligned with the new age. Previous weeks, we discussed finding new home within us. The term new home refers to all of our dreams, all 7.5 billion of us interconnected energy beings currently exploring this physical playground called Earth. Our dreams may have some common threads, such as uh, peace on Earth, Our dreams may have some unique threads, such as an underground commuting system called the CAP for the capillary system of the human bodysuit upon which it was designed. Some parts of our dreams may not be feasible everywhere, such as the CAP, which may not be suitable for some areas on Earth for any number of reasons. We learned that we use truth as our first major step towards physically manifesting new home from within us by always telling our truth as if we are already in new home. Last week, we learned that accountability is our second major step towards physically manifesting new home 
by always doing what we say. Now we get to Manifesting New Home, Part 3, Does What Works. In this podcast, I will explain that we use Does What Works as our next major step towards physically manifesting new home from within us by always doing what works, not what we have always done, as if we were already in new home. And we will provide tools and activities to incorporate this information into your life. Does what works is number four of 16 behaviors of highly evolved beings by Neil Donald Walsh in his book, Awaken the Species. You have come here to physical form, to this place called Earth, at this particular and critical time in history to participate in the evolution of our species. Evolution involves change, growth, and replacing the old with the new. Part of that change is recognizing when we are doing what we always have done without any view to whether what we are doing actually works, actually brings about the learning, growth, and transformation we intended. One set of examples is what is being taught in our schools. We teach children to do what the teacher says, get good grades, learn some skills that are never used in life. However, we are not teaching skills that are critical to functioning in the world. For example, we teach math and statistics as an abstract but not how to use it when balancing a checkbook or creating a budget. We teach history, but from books written by the victors, avoiding the consequences to those overcome by the victors. We learn the parts of history that select people want us to learn. The victors are always right and justified in their actions. The vanquished are losers or evil and need to be conquered and dominated or eliminated. We teach Darwin's survival of the fittest, making competition, not cooperation, the only way to succeed in this world. We teach our dominion over animals and the earth, not stewardship. We teach hierarchy within people, through the grading system. The famous bell curve, where a few students are predicted to succeed, a few are predicted to fail, and most people are predicted to be somewhere in the middle. We teach that we must fight for what we want. We idolize the men who overcome adversity and went on to gain great fortunes, thus equating money with power strength, and higher status. We teach discipline of our children to make them conform to the standards of society. We teach gender bias by training boys to be tough, emotionless, and in charge. And by teaching women to sew, cook, be polite, and obey. We have seen the results of all this teaching. We have experienced the warring society we have created, yet we do nothing to change the curriculum, to break from the tradition, 
to tell a different story that improves the realities we have created. In families, we pass down biases, prejudices, bigotries, anger, and hatred toward others to our children, rather than allowing our children to form their own opinions and beliefs. We perpetuate religions that teach that God, source, all that is, is to be feared and must be worshipped in only one way. We teach that ours is the only true religion and all others are evil and must be banished, eliminated from the earth. We teach that a person's value and worth are dependent on the color of their skin, the language they speak, the country of their origin, their religion, what they eat, or any number of other arbitrary comparisons in the complex hierarchy assigned to humanity. We teach that women are weaker than men and need to be cared for or exploited. We teach that it is permissible to attack an entire culture based on the presumed actions of a single member of that culture. We teach that there is a master or teacher who knows all, teaching those who know nothing. We allow ourselves to bury our own beliefs, thoughts, and dreams under the beliefs, thoughts, and dreams of another person to whom we have surrendered all of our power. All this and more has led to the violent, fractured, tribalized conclaves of humanity, filled with distress, hatred, fear, and thoughts of annihilation. So, what works? Allow children to be children. Allow everyone to express themselves in their own manner. Rather than teach every child to draw a specific red rose, allow children to draw whatever they want. As a parent, recognize that your values, opinions, and beliefs are your own and not to be forced on your children. Allow your children to form their own values, opinions, and beliefs based on their own experiences and knowledge. Understand that most of a child's beliefs are imprinted on them up to the age of seven and allow the child to develop their own beliefs to remain themselves with the love, joy, and all positive self-aspects which, with which they were born. As parents, don't impose your beliefs on your child using punishment to enforce your dominion over them. Don't pass on the negative treatment you endured as a child onto your children. Perhaps you weren't taught how the real world is. At least allow your children to grow up in the new love-based world that is manifesting now. The best teacher doesn't create good students. The best teacher inspires others to become good teachers. Share your knowledge with others as one way to view reality. Allow others to express their own knowledge as another way of viewing reality. We are all one as source. 
we were all born with everything we need to be happy and live a life of joy. Let's not bury that in others by teaching our beliefs as the only true beliefs. We are all here to experience joy, choose among contrasts, be of service to others, and steward the earth. I've modified a quote from Neil Donald Walsh. Quote, we are all one, each expressing our uniqueness. Ours is not a better way, nor the only way. Ours is merely another way. Unquote. Ours is not a better way, nor the only way. Ours is merely another way. Perhaps an overhaul of our school system is needed. Perhaps school administrators and teachers need to discover what does not work and eliminate or modify that in the core curriculum. We learn what does not work, what does work, and expand its application in other areas of the curriculum. What would help a child understand this new love-based world? What introduces the child to the best in humanity? What teaching reinforces to the children their own power, love, joy, self-esteem, self-care, self-love, and all other positive self-attributes? What teaching prepares a child by building skills in an area of their choosing? What life skills do young children need to be taught? Stay well with others, sharing, cooperation, self-respect, telling the truth always, always doing what they say, being accountable, and dream your future. Provide a space for creativity, self-expression, cooperative play, some internal reflection, and love for the earth and all its inhabitants, human, animal, plant, inorganic, such as rocks, and the earth. Provide a space for respect of self and others. Build a space of honesty, accountability, and creativity. Find what works and change your curriculum to incorporate what works. Don't perpetuate a 100-year-old curriculum. Revise it constantly as the world evolves. Enjoy what you do. Rather than burden the children with the old lessons and dogma, accept the responsibility of preparing the children for a life of joy, love, compassion, and abundance. Teach the children about the new love-based world where love replaces fear and self-respect replaces object compliance. We are all contributing to this new home. We look forward to no longer needing to talk of recovery from brainwashing, trauma, or abuse. Children will be appreciated for their major contributions to this love-based world. This world transformation 
can be manifested in a single generation if we reinforce the love, joy, and positive self-attributes each child, including ourselves, possessed when we were born. We no longer teach that this is a dark nightmare world of fighting, killing, limitation, lack, fear, and loss of hope. We teach by example the love, abundance, joy, and dreams we all share, which are transforming the earth to a heaven, a playground in which we all play with joy and love. The old fades away as attention is drawn to the new, the love-based world we are manifesting now. Our story is changing. We are transforming internally, and we are manifesting the evolution of humanity. It all starts within you. What if you were the only one who had to change for your world to change? What would you do differently? How would you act and react to situations differently? How would you feel inside? What would you teach others? Would you be able to do what works always, even if it means changing what you have been doing your entire life? Let's look at some of this week's tools, activities, and summary. Tools. Be open to the possibility that your life can change and improve in ways unimaginable now. Two, you always have options and choices. Three, new home exists within you. Be open to experiencing it physically. Four, rather than living a dream of isolation and fear, we are now living a dream of our own creation with the earth transforming into a new home for all as we form a global network of communities for the benefit of all. Five, we are all one as source. We are all pure energy wearing a bodysuit for our adventure in physicality on playground earth. Six, one of the major changes we can make to manifest new home is to always tell the truth. Tell our truth to be our authentic selves at all times. Seven, a second major change we can make to manifest new home is to do what we say we will do, to be accountable to ourselves first and then be accountable to others. Eight, a third major change we can make to manifest new home is to do what works. Even if we have to change what we've been doing all of our life, that isn't working. Nine, by changing within, we become the change in the world. Ten, we are all part of the global shift in consciousness that is occurring now. Some activities. One, stop, go within, and notice the changes happening throughout the world. 
Welcome the change into your heart and all through your body suit. Two, envision the earth as a giant playground in which we all play as pure energy beings having a physical experience. Imagine working together with others for the well-being of all, including the earth. Three, practice telling the truth in all cases, in all situations, to all people, at all times. Four, practice listening to what you say and do what you say. Don't say, I have abundance, but believe in lack. Five, practice doing what works. Have the courage to tell yourself and others that what we have been doing doesn't work and find an alternative that does work. Six, think about what changes New Home provides. What do you love doing that brings you joy and is of service to others? How does the world appear now that everything and everyone is viewed from love instead of fear? Seven, notice the myriad of options you face each day. Become aware of when you choose by default by allowing someone else to choose for you. Notice when you believe you only have two choices. And notice when you create a third choice, a middle way. Summary. One, we are awakening from the dream that we are victims of this world. We created this world from love and joy. We are returning this world to love and joy now that we remember we are all one as source. Two, rather than living a dream of isolation and fear, we are now living a dream of our own creation with the earth transforming into a new home for all as we form a global network of communities for the benefit of all. Three, To change the world, we change our beliefs, attitudes, thoughts, actions, and reactions from within ourselves as pure source energy wearing a bodysuit. Four, new home exists within each of us. Be open to experiencing it physically. Five, practice telling the truth in all cases, in all situations, to all people at all times. The change in your world emanates from the change from within you. Six, practice listening to what you say to yourself and to others and do what you say. Don't say, I will focus on one task today, but end up being distracted by cat videos on Facebook. Seven, Practice doing what works. Have the courage to tell yourself and others that what we have been doing doesn't work and find an alternative that does work. Eight, the global shift to peace on earth is occurring. We have chosen to take part in the transformation. And nine, we already have within us everything we need to be happy and to live a life of joy. 
You are welcome to visit my website at www.jocalk.com. That's www.jo-calk.com. Under the podcaster menu item, click on the Living a Dream, a Transformational Journey link. I have added a bibliography of books that have inspired me and that resonate with my beliefs. I have also added new pages containing the text of the previous podcasts and will add the text of this podcast for you to review as you wish. In addition, Blog Talk Radio has recorded, saved, and makes available all the episodes of this Living a Dream, a Transformational Journey podcast series, so you can replay an episode whenever you choose. All episodes of this podcast series are also available on iTunes and Stitcher under the title, Living a Dream. If you have a question or comment, please contact me at joe at joecalk.com. That's J-O at J-O hyphen C-A-L-K dot com. I look forward to hearing from you. The next podcast is Manifesting New Home, Part 4. You will be introduced to an additional method to bring the concept of the earth as a global network of communities to full manifestation. I, will hope, I hope you will join me here next Tuesday at 4 p.m. Pacific U.S. time, 7 p.m. Eastern U.S. time. Until then, this is Joe Kalk signing off. Blessings to all of us dreamers on our transformational journey. Good night.